Welcome to the Checkered Jaguar, where normalizing difficult conversations is just what we do. I'm your host, Bracia Dover. I'm a mental health advocate, cancer survivor, elite social media manager, business owner, and creator. It's time to get vulnerable and find that inner confidence to roar. Find the Checkered Jaguar on the web, where you can learn more about social media management and creative direction services, and you can go to feel inspired and understood with meaningful written blogs. Check it out at checkeredjaguar.com. Find the Checkered Jaguar on Instagram and TikTok at Checkered Jaguar. Now let's dive into this podcast episode. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Checker Jaguar. I'm your host, Bracia, and today we have a very special guest with us, 10-year-old Charlie. We're here to explore the world through her eyes, talk about girlhood in the modern world, and normalize the conversations that are often challenging but so important. I've known Charlie since she was little. We've gone on girls' dates together, including Target runs, Starbucks, getting the pink drink, just so much fun memories together. So it's super exciting for me to welcome Charlie. So Char, can you start off by introducing yourself to us? Maybe tell us where you're from, how many siblings you have, all that stuff. So I'm from Flagstaff, Arizona, and I have three siblings. I'm the oldest out of them and I have one younger sister and two younger brothers. Perfect. That was a great intro. That's great. Yeah, we're both the oldest siblings, so that's really fun for both of us. A lot of responsibility, too. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so in this episode, I'm going to ask you some questions about what it's like to be in your shoes and some of the challenges that you might face and how you overcome them. So listeners can learn just a little bit more about you. Can you tell us some of your interests and hobbies, things that you enjoy doing? One of the really big things I like doing is horse riding. I have a very big obsession with horses and riding. (laughs) And I also like, I do enjoy singing sometimes and baking and yeah. I love that. And we both share that love for horses. So. It's amazing that you love horses because I can totally relate to that. And that's so special. So can you tell us what a typical day looks like for you? Tell us a little bit about your everyday routine. Normally, I wake up sometimes around 6, but like, I don't know, sometimes. And I go in the garage and talk to my dad for a couple minutes. And then I wait for my siblings to wake up because the house is boring without them. Yeah, yeah, I get that. (laughs) My mom packs the lunches, and we eat breakfast, and we have a... Our school starts at 9. Oh, wow, that's kind of nice. So, kind of just sit around sometimes. I like reading my books. Yeah. And then we go to school, and that's about seven hours. I normally have writing three days a week after school. And what kind of writing do you... You do not Western horse riding, but you do... I do English jumping. Okay, so that's really intense. Yeah. But do you look forward to that? Is that something that you kind of like look forward to every day at school when you get yeah. go back and go riding? It really just depends on the day. Sometimes I'm like, oh, do I really have to go riding because I'm super tired? Oh, I get that. But like 
a lot of the times I'm like, yes, I get to go ride Fairmont, or yes, yeah. I get to go ride Pow. And those so. are the names of your horses right now. Yeah. Which one do you like riding more? Well, I do really love Pal, but if I had to choose, I would choose Fairmont. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so after you're done with riding and all of that stuff, do you, like generally as a family, do you eat dinner together or do you go out as a family or how, do you, how does your evening kind of wind down at the end of the day? A lot of the times I'll come home from riding and my dad's usually home by then because my riding's like three hours. So my dad's usually home by then and we'll eat dinner, have family discussions. And if my dad, my dad has certain moods at the end of the day. If he's in a good mood, (laughs) if he's in a good mood, then we might watch a movie. But if he's just tired and wants to get to bed, then we'll probably just go to bed. Yeah. Okay. So after horse riding, it's really later in the day and you kind of just we'll see based off of yeah. your parents and everything how the rest of the evening goes. Yeah. Like sometimes we, normally we read 20 minutes before bed. I like that. Wow. Okay, well, thanks for that rundown. Can you tell us now a little bit about your friends and how you met them? And yeah, just share a little bit with us about who your closest friends are. I have lots of friends at school, but my closest friend would be my best friend. We've known each other for two years now, and her name's Mila. We've been through the ups and downs together. We've been through a lot. Like, uh, my first riding barn, I switched barns three times. Wow. When they sold, it was a panic. Yeah. And we were there for each other through the whole time. And I think some of my best memories are with Mila. A lot of them are. Yeah. Like, this, we go on girls' trips every year. And oh, I love that. This year... We um, went to New York to see the Broadway show Wicked. Oh, that's amazing. (laughs) And it was so fun. Oh, that is so cool. So she's your closest friend. Yeah. And I I love that you guys went to New York. That's probably a trip you'll always remember. And what did you think of the musical Wicked? It was amazing. I recommend to go. Okay, okay. (laughs) So what would you say was your favorite song or message from that musical? Probably Defying Gravity. It's just the scenes are amazing. The music is amazing. Yeah. Mm, Or Popular. Popular is very funny. Oh, I got to say those are my two favorite too. But Defying Gravity has a really powerful message. Like you can rise above and do it. I love that. Well, thanks for that, and she sounds like a great friend to have, so I'm glad you guys have each other, and maybe if she's listening, this will make her smile. (laughs) Yeah, so, okay, so would you say that making friends is hard sometimes? Yeah, I feel like with Milo, it was kind of easy, but with some of my friends at school, I hang out with, like, so many people at school, but there's this one kid I, I sometimes talk to at school, and his name's Jackson. He is very friendly, but sometimes he can be a little crazy. Mm. And then there's Braxton, who I sometimes hang out with, but he 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 likes playing football and kickball. So oh, that, that's cool. Yeah, and then Sydney, me and Sydney, we've had our times, but um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't we all? A lot. There's twenty set no twenty six people in my class. Wow. So I have lots of friends in there. There's certain people I don't get along with, but it's okay. Yeah. Hey, that's all right. You can't 
get along with everyone. Okay, so that was a good response. Is there any advice that you could give to other boys and girls your age who might be having a hard time making friends? I've always had like an easier time doing it than I know some other people have. But I would say if you're at school and you see someone who's lonely, just always be included because you just have to put yourself in their shoes and well, would you ever want to be alone? I love that. Wow, that's some amazing advice right there. And it's a great reminder to just put yourself in someone else's shoes because it makes you want to include them. I love that, Char. That's really cool. Okay, so how do you and your friends support each other when you're feeling down or stressed? Normally it's with Mila, but sometimes me and Mila will like, we can just, like, make funny jokes. We're very sarcastic to each other. Yeah. Um, you need to be empathetic. Mm. Em- yeah, I think it's empathetic. I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. That's but one of my favorite words. What does that word mean to you? To me, it just means, like, under like put people in, like, put yourself in people's shoes. Like, understand what people are going through, even if you haven't had the same experience. Mm. Wow, so that's really how you can help each other when you're feeling down or stressed. Yeah. Wow. Man, I think everyone needs a friend like you. That's beautiful. Okay, so let's talk a little bit more about horses now because you know that we both love our horses. So can you tell us what you love about horses specifically and when you first started riding horses? Why I love horses, they're just like, I feel like they're just always there for me. Like, Mm, I get that. I just like, if I had a bad day, oh, well, look, Fairmont or Pal, he's just like right there for, like, they can just understand you. Absolutely. And my first couple experiences with riding, they were great. I've been through a lot with horse riding, and I've had to gain a lot of confidence through a lot of things because my first ever fall, so this was the first time I switched barns, everything was going great. I was starting to jump, canter, do all this amazing stuff. I fell off. Mm. And it wasn't your average first fall. Like my Mila, her first fall, she landed on her feet. Oh, wow. My first fall, I got stepped on mate, and my got a brain bounce. Mm. And I still have the indent in my leg, and that was about two, like, one to one and a half year ago. Oh, so a battle scar. Yeah. And then I moved to a barn in Cottonwood, and I fell off there a couple times. There weren't as bad falls. It was just kind of you fell, and you had to get back on, but, like... Right. Yeah. So that first fall was the worst fall. Yeah. And now, like, I'm getting back into it, but, like, I'm a little scared to canter, and, but, like, I'm slowly getting there, and and my first horse shell. (laughs) Oh, there was a story (laughs) there. It it was not your regular first horse shell. Um, Oh, shoot. I, the horse bucked me off. Oh, my gosh. And... So the whole show was, like, canceled that I was doing, the whole flat class. And then the second time, the horse just, like, bolted off with me. And then we got fifth place um, on the third show, but, yeah. Well, what's amazing about all of this is that you get back up and you keep riding. And even despite all the falls you've had, because that first fall, I mean, getting stepped on, that could have, like, completely traumatized you and made you never want to ride horses again. But 
you just kept getting back up in the saddle. And I love that. I think that's a metaphor for life. Like when you get knocked down, you kind of, it's up to you to get back up. So I really, I really love that. But I also love what you said about how horses just understand you and kind of just get you. And I've always felt that way about horses too. And it's amazing because when I was your age and I loved horses, even then, like, even though I don't, I didn't have as much experience as I do today, like, I knew that horses have an ability to understand you in ways that not even humans can fully understand, so I love that, and I love that you get that, too, so that it's another thing we have in common, so... You're not only a horse fan, but like you said, you're also the oldest sibling, just like me. So how do you juggle school and looking after your younger siblings and horse riding? Well, my sister likes horses too, so. That's good. She kind of will be like, oh, I'll go to your lesson. Oh, like, I want to go say hi to pal. Right. But my brother Finn, 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 he's just kind of like, like my instructor brought out a bucket of dinosaurs for him to play with, so he's content. Okay. Van, on the other hand, <laughs> Van does not like sitting at my lessons. He does not like it at all. Mm. So I try to give them all the attention that they want. I feel like Finn Finn would, if Finn had to choose someone to play with, he would run to Van or Reese first. Oh, I'm not his first pick, but I'm Reese's first pick probably. Okay, that's interesting. So you, she's kind of more does she gravitate to you more because probably you're her sister do you think yeah probably do you feel like sometimes it's like your responsibility to look out for them in some ways yeah like my sister has this friend named Caleb and they've been friends for a long time they've actually kissed on the lips a couple of times oh my <laughs> gosh <laughs> she's, only, she's only six Oh my gosh, that is an early first kiss. She kissed when they were like three. Oh my gosh, (laughs) that is young, but good for them. So I give her a hard time about that, but in the end, we're just joking. Yeah, joking. No, it's just a joke, but love knows no age limits. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I have two younger brothers, so sometimes I feel like just being the oldest, there's more responsibility on my shoulders. Yeah, that's just part of it. But you also get more privileges that the younger siblings don't get too. Yeah. Sometimes I'll need help on something, but Reese needs help on something. Normally my parents go to Reese first, but like, just kind of like, I figure it out eventually. Yeah. I feel like, but. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's great insight. So I'm sure sometimes that you don't always get along with your siblings. So how do you try and set an example for your siblings? Or how do you work through the times when you guys might fight or disagree on something? I will say me and my siblings are not perfect. Yeah. <laughs> no one is. That's beautiful. It's normally me who kind of gets in the fights. Because okay. I'm, sometimes I'm a very opinionated soul. Oh, yeah. But, me too. Um, Normal, sometimes I try to stop it is I try, like, Finn and Reese, they'll fight a lot because Finn wants something, but then Reese wants it, and Reese got it first, but Finn is mm. only three, so he doesn't really understand. Right, right. So sometimes I try to compromise, and they're they're not really good at compromising. Oh, yeah, that's hard, especially when you're younger. Yeah, like, three-year-olds, they do not want to compromise. They have to get exactly what they want when they want it. Yeah. Then... 
I can compromise with Van pretty easily, but I mean, sometimes he'll be like, no. Yeah, he's pretty headstrong. Yeah. Yeah. When we do compromise, it just makes life better, but when we don't, it makes life more chaotic. Yeah, but it's not always easy to find a compromise, especially when you have a strong opinion on something. Yeah. Yeah, I get that for sure. Well, thanks for your honesty there. And yeah, I love that you said you guys aren't perfect because neither are me and my brothers or my whole family. None of us are perfect. And I think that's what makes us all beautiful is that we're imperfect. So yeah. Okay. So can you tell us a little bit about what school's like for you? Are there any challenges or exciting things that you want to share with us about it? What school's like for me is it's like, it's fun certain things I do not like math I don't like math. oh what do you not like about math I don't know I just I kind of have a hard time understanding it sometimes because like I'm in an advanced class so I'm really in fifth grade but we're kind of learning a little bit of sixth grade stuff and more advanced stuff and like we're doing it a little sooner like than the other classes yeah like last week we just took a test on dividing by two digit numbers to like three digit or four digit numbers oh that was hard yeah that sounds tricky but I really do like writing and stuff because it's just like I get to put my imagination into it and like yeah it sometimes helps me calm down oh yeah I get that so wow we have so much in common like we I literally hate math (laughs) I love writing, and I probably would say those exact words about how I get to be creative and imaginative when I write, and it helps me, like just last night, I was journaling because it helped me calm my brain down before bed, and that really, that was great, so I love that. Wow, do you like your teacher? Um, so I'm in elementary school still, but my teachers, I have two because they're sisters, and they like alternate days. And I really like them both. They're both really nice, and they're both really fun, and they're really good teachers. Wow. See, that makes all the difference, I feel like. That seriously helps so much. That's amazing. Growing up can be so exciting, but it can also bring some stress. So can you tell us about things that might make you feel stressed sometimes? Um, Sometimes with horse riding, I can definitely get a little stressed. I'm like, Oh, well, dad wants me to do this in horse riding, and I want to make him proud, but I don't feel comfortable with this, and I just, like, sometimes it just really stresses me out, because, like, like, I don't know what's next, like, yeah, and sometimes what stresses me out also is when I, like, sometimes I just need a little quiet time to, like, calm myself down. Yeah, I get that. Like, sometimes when I'm just, like, almost about to get really mad, I just, like, go into my room. Sometimes when I can't get that quiet time, I kind of just get, like, uh, Totally. No, I totally get that. So how do you, if you can't go to your room and have that quiet time, do you like to go outside and be in nature, or how do you calm yourself down? I try to find a quiet spot in my house or outside, and I'll read my book for a couple minutes. Yeah. Wow. That's so smart that you're so aware of that and you know what you need to feel calm. I think that's incredible. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, thank you for that information. So a popular thing in our world today is social media. So things like YouTube and being on your phone a lot. 
And some kids even get addicted to their phones at a young age. So what advice would you give to yourself to help yourself not become addicted to phones and devices later on in life? So I don't have a phone right now, but I do play on my mom's iPad sometimes. Yeah. I would just say kind of like, I think I would just try to have like a time limit, like texting and stuff. It's fine because you're like communicating. Right. Also just kind of be like aware of what you're watching or like doing on social media or something. Yeah. And like just be out in nature because I know one of my friends, like Myla, she has a phone, but she like, she only uses, she has a time limit on her games and all her stuff because you don't like, she doesn't want to get addicted. She's like, I have my pony. I can go out and ride my pony. I can go play with my dogs. It's like you can, you don't have to sit on your phone in front of social media and all this stuff because you just, it's better out to be in nature and to be exploring and to be having experiences. Mm, I totally agree with that. That's really good advice right there. Just to give yourself like, hey, I can spend like 15 minutes, but then after that, it's like go outside, watch the sunset, do things. I love that. That's really good advice. And it sounds like Myla has it figured out too. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Okay. So what do you think personally that parents, teachers, and adults can do to better understand and support girls like you as they grow up? I don't know. My parents and my teachers do a really good job of supporting me doing a good job of being like there for me and stuff yeah so I don't really know I don't well that makes me happy yeah that's really good and that yeah probably is reassuring to them as well that you feel supported by them that's really neat I love that okay so are there any female role models or inspiring women that you look up to and what do you admire most about them I look up to my friend Myla because yeah she's gone through some hard times and she just gets back up and goes and goes and goes. Yeah. And I really, really would want to do that because I, I'm more of the personality that kind of just is like, okay, so this could happen and this can happen. And like my brain just was like, kind of just like, like overthinks it a lot. Mm, Yeah. I get that. Another role model I look up to is I look up to my mom a lot She's just, like, always trying new things and learning, and yeah. Mm, I love that. I look up to your mom, too. Funny story is, for the listeners, Charlie's mom used to babysit me when I was younger, and now I get to hang out with her daughter, Charlie, and her kids. I would say, like, a couple times I've babysat you, but because yeah. we live in different parts, it's kind of hard. But, yeah, I love that. Those are really neat women to look up to. I love that. What are your dreams or aspirations for the future, and how do you plan to achieve them? Um, so my dreams, to be a professional horse jumper, Maybe even make it into the Olympics. Yeah, um, woo! And I think how I'm going to achieve them is we're actually looking at buying a pony. Okay. So I just want to work really hard and make everybody proud. I love that. So we'll, we'll after you go to the Olympics someday, we'll do a follow-up podcast, <laughs> and you can tell us about your experience at the Olympics. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, I love your dedication and hard work. And I know that when you do get this pony, it sounds like you're going to be contributing to the, the cost to have this horse. So yeah. that's a big deal and shows that you're really dedicated and you want to work hard for it. So I love yeah. that. I admire that. Are there any books, movies, or shows that you think every girl should read or watch? Yes, I have I started the Harry Potter series maybe a couple weeks ago. Wow. I am obsessed with it. I recommend it for sure. For boys and girls? Yes. Okay, that's good to know. Another show I like is on Disney Plus. It's called Jesse. It's very funny. Oh, I know that one. I yeah. used to watch that too. Yeah. Oh, do you hear that wind? That's yes. outside. That's really <laughs> cool. We're recording this in the mountains in Charlie's hometown in Flagstaff. So that's... Yeah. That's really cool. So I like a lot of movies. I like watching movies with my family. One of the movies I really liked, it's Dune. It's PG-13, but like... Oh, wait, is that the... Who's in that? I forget. Is it... What's it about? It's kind of about these people that live in the desert. <gasps> I know this one. Yes, and the second one's coming out, and I'm so excited. <gasps> Okay, so I think I know who's in that. Zendaya? Yeah. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Okay, well, Charlie, thanks so much for sharing your thoughts and experiences. It's clear that you're a remarkable young girl and your insights are valuable to kids and adults. So before we wrap up, if you could give one piece of advice to girls and boys your age, what would it be? Never give up and always keep going. I love that. Yeah, it's a simple but very powerful phrase. Just yeah. like quite literally keep getting back up in the saddle. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining me on the Checker Jaguar today. I'm excited to watch you grow up. And I think that this episode will help a lot of kids out there not feel so alone. Thank you so much for being here, for listening and sticking it through even with challenging conversations. Do you have an experience or story that you feel would be a good fit for the Checker Jaguar? Email me at thecheckerjaguar at gmail.com. I am always looking for stories that bring out important discussions and lead to having thought-provoking conversations. Stay tuned for the Checker Jaguar's next podcast. But in the meantime, follow along with me at Checker Jaguar on Instagram and TikTok.